Bam, look at this. I thought I was going to do an episode of Epic Bourbon Tasting with the used to be noob. You're not a noob anymore when you're bringing the horse soldier to the dragon's lair. Well, I'm kind of still a noob. No, man, you're getting it. You're, you're, you literally send me bourbon all the time. So I thought we were just going to do Epic Bourbon Tastings. But in addition to that, we're doing a podcast. So it's going to be like a dual thing. Love we're going to do a Six Degrees of Gym, which is my podcast. Yep. And we're going to do... Epic bourbon tasting with the Dragon Slayer. There you go. And that <laughs> former noob. Okay, I'll go with the former noob. Or maybe, can I be like a juvenile noob? Or No, what's the next progression? I don't know, from a noob. Dude, these, these microphones are awesome, man. They're cool. Literally. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And you can pick it up. That's cool. No, they're very, very um, dynamic. I love the look of them. I was really shooting for a certain... Certainly, I mean it's a podcast, but I'm going to do little video things, things like that. Mm, so dig it, and I wanted it to be able to to cross over. So, are we, are we pouring one of these for the lady, or she's is she having something? Oh yeah, she'll always have one. She's never said no. Well, I love it if, she, if we get if she could get her hand inside the right shot, so that they know people are off camera drinking the nectar of the gods. The nectar of the gods. Ooh, there you go. All right, cheers. All right. Wait, cheers. There we go. Cheers. All right. Now, first of all, you brought a bag, and I'll post that short okay. later, but you brought a bag with a bottle of, I don't even know what that crap was, and uh, I thought it was for real, and it was a bottle of Jim Beam Apple. Well, we did what we could, So, <laughs> and we loved the face, because we talked about it on the way over. We were like, so is, you know, because Ben's a cordial guy, he's going to be... You know, and his face just it dropped. I did. I, <laughs> you did, did, I, did. I was trying well. to. Go, I was trying to be nice. I was like, "Wow, do they really think?" Uh, yeah. Because some people still come to me and they say, "Have you ever had peanut butter whiskey?" Yeah. No. No thanks. <laughs> so what's uh? Oh, that's bright. Well, and that's... cherry on the front end. It's funny. That's, mm -hmm. that's real bright, right? That's a real zing in the beginning, which is fine with me. I like yeah. it strong. Where'd you pick this up at? So I picked that up in the great state of Idaho. Mm. In our travels, I went in and talked to a girl, and um, she says that was, you know, something a little different, but it has a big, uh, real cool backstory to it. And the guy that uh, you know the backstory of? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Tell, talk about that. So the backstory is they were soldiers and they were horse soldiers. They went into Afghanistan mm -hmm. and they were the first set of soldiers kind of going after 9-11. And they defeated the Taliban in that small little skirmish and they were known as the horse, horse soldiers. So that's where that came from. The other part of that is I guess this bottle has been, when they make this bottle, because they're Americans and they want everything American. Mm -hmm. So they made it with... Um, um, Metal from the World Trade Center. That's mm. how they forged that. Mm. And so it's all made from uh, American. It's it's 100% American. And I was told, and I could not find this online, I looked. They said it's all 100% American except the girl that I got it, she told me the very cork part was not. Hmm. But I could not find that. What, so was that, what was that from? France? She didn't say. She just said it wasn't American. Cork. And I couldn't find it. Brazil. I don't Something, know. right? Maybe Africa? Yeah, maybe. Some cork? I don't know where they, cut, where oh, they get cork. interesting. So the guy that, uh, one of the guys that owns us was mm -hmm. actually in Reno. Oh, really? So the a couple of weeks before I dropped my single barrel Dragon Slayer from mm -hmm. Old Elk, which is the oldest uh, 
old elk weeded bourbon single barrel ever to okay. be released and ever has been and ever will be released okay. so it's, it's it's sold exclusively at uh, south raley's right uh south raley's uh south reno raley's anyway uh, but that guy was there okay is that over by the soccer field over that mm-hmm. direction? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he has a fabulous glass oh really case Oh. Full of all of his barrel picks, he does a lot of barrel picks. Right. The guy over there, his name is Jeff. He's the manager of the okay. of the, of the Rayleighs for the alcohol. And uh, anyway, he gets allocated stuff all the time. Right, and it's he's got a great selection. So okay. he picked up that one. So when I was a noob, now I'm just like a, one step above a noob. Mm-hmm. You had a different setup here, which was nice. I liked it. And then when I walked in here today and mm-hmm. I saw this, pretty shocking. Great job. It really turned out. I, I wish I would have had all the lights on for you. I was trying oh. to get I was trying to get here before you came, <laughs> right. so I could get all the lights on and it right. looked magnificent. Uh, we still we still got it, and we were glad we were able to do it because we could bring in that other fake, yeah, that other Jack something. Oh, was it Jack Daniels or Jim Beam? It was Jack Daniels. Oh, apple. was it Jack Daniels? <laughs> like, Ollie, I just, it apple. scarred me so much. All I know, all I saw was the apple. That could be who, whatever brand, and I didn't even could even clock that because it was just so. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> but, you know, we had to do something to surprise you a little bit. There you so. go. Yeah. Okay, so on, on the podcast, we just talk about whatever? That's it. It's My podcast is is an escape from, I don't want to say reality, but escape from the day-to-day, you know, the whole, um, you know, how the world is. It's it's up and down. It's it's political. It's, uh, this is an escape. This is what mm. the podcast is about. So when people tune into this, I want them to just enjoy. Just be able to relax. Yeah, relax, listen to it, have a few laughs. We're not going to carry on for five hours. We're just going to talk about normal stuff like your car. Oh, I love that car. Every time I drive the 1972 Buick, I call it the Slayer, which is on my, uh, it's on, it's on I've, I posted pictures of it. And, and I'm going to put it all it. on my Facebook yeah, and yeah, tie yeah, it to okay, it so okay. it all goes to there. So. Um, every time I bless you. I I love you. you. I think about that sexy beard. (laughs) My beard's gone, though. No, you saw the beard. Well, I got a beard, but I don't have the... I don't have the, the the Slayer beard. No, I gotta say, man. Every time I get in that thing, it's awesome. And my kids are like, you know, I always ask them, "You want to take the muscle car? You want to take the Maserati?" Yeah. And it's always a, a toss up. Yep. But uh, I told my oldest, Avin, I said, "You know, this thing's gonna be running long after the Maserati, the, the Silverado, right. and all of the vehicles." So Avin, you're used to it. So. And you put in. You, I will say this. I appreciate you working for ten cents an hour. On my Slayer, that's what it must have turned out to be because I got the deal of a century on that one. It was a labor of love because that car is freaking cool. I know, but dude, you like dude, you like hooked me up big time on that. The before and after pictures. The before and after pictures are awesome. And yeah. anytime I would get down on it just a little bit, right? Because like the paint wasn't perfect and I got yeah. a paint and then it cracked a little bit and yeah. you know, and I'd get down on it and you would just send me pictures of it in a certain light and you'd say, There's something about this it's the stance of it. That's what you would keep saying. It is a stance. stance of it. And, you know, now it is, and you know this because you've seen it, but after you worked on it, then I did get those shocks. Yep. The El Camino yep. shocks. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit higher in the back. So it has right. just a little bit more aggressive stance. Well, you know, over time, cars have, they really change. You know, they, um, you know, the progression of them. Guys were lifting the fronts up, making gassers out mm. of them. Is that was probably the real first drastic thing, mm. and then getting to the seventies, and they started lowering cars a little bit and tubbing them and getting them on the ground, putting skinny tires in the front and the back. Right. But in that mix, you had 
cars like what you have right there. They had they were muscle cars. They mm-hmm. had the big tires in the front, big and back, kind of up all around, kind of muscly, kind of like tough guy. And that they you know that raged on through probably the mid eighties. Then he got into everything that was billet. You know, let's billet this, billet that, and it was all shiny and all that. When you when I look at that car, it was like when I was a kid, sixteen years old, going. <laughs> that car right mm. there, that's the car. Mm. And I would stand out in my shop and look at that car just for hours. What would make that car a little more modern, run a little better than it than they did back then, but what would still give it that, that vintage look? Sure. And the, the colors, it meant a lot to me with the colors. You know, with the red way the engine was and the aluminum, and, um, and it wasn't billet aluminum, so it wasn't out of period correct, you know, and you had the, the tires with the white letters on it and the... Just everything about the stance and the feel of that car, it puts off that feel. And I, you just have to look at it to appreciate it and see it in person. Mm, mm. I, I hope the pictures translate on it because in person it's it's yeah. it's pretty weird. I don't know. I mean, the pictures that you took were always sweet, man. Yeah, and the things like the Black Widows, the mufflers. Oh, yeah. Little little silly things like that really made it sound that had that real rumble. Yeah, real well, the aggressive. exhaust that you found that, that actually goes like this. Yeah. Right? Right. Dude, that's badass. I mean, when you drive it, I mean, I've had, as you have, I've had 50 cars in the last 30 years, easily. Right. And I have never had a car where when I drive that, people go, kids that are 10 years old on their little scooter, yelling, rev it up, rev it up at me, (laughs) you know, to, you know, adults. Right. You know, I, I, I probably told you this, but this is a good story. Um, I was, I have a, I have a friend that is a soccer coach at Bishop Minogue mm-hmm. and her boyfriend was in a car club. Yeah. And so they did these rallies and right. he's in a car club where they ship their Ferrari, Lamborghini, Maseratis yeah. to Europe right. and pay 50,000 to get them over there and then drive them and they right. come back. So anyway, they were on a rally. Right. And I heard people talk about it because they're like, this, you know, 50 cars just went by the Lassen College. Mm-hmm. And it's like Lotus and Maserati and Lamborghini and Ferrari and all these high-end exotic cars. It happened to come right on my lunchtime. So I left. Right. And I drove the Slayer to the gas station to meet some of them. Right. And they were going nuts, right? Because, like, you can buy. That's the best thing about the Slayer. You can buy cars now. Yeah. But it's a one-of-one. Right. Nobody else has a car with that stance and right. what they did to it when it was in the movies and then Mafia 3. Right, right. And right. shaved it and chopped it and nobody yeah. knows what it is, which is part of the mystique. Right. But the people there that were driving all those, you know, $300,000 exotics went nuts. Those guys were all teenagers at one time and they were all in the same boat I was in looking at you, same as you. They were looking at those cars going. And it was the Chevelles and the Camaros and the Mustang. They all had that. That muscular yeah. look, and that's what draws that car. You look at that, and then the mysterious part is, what is it? Right. I know I recognize it, but I'm not sure what yeah. it quite is. Yeah. Yeah. Just the blend of it. It's just, it has that balance. It For really sure. has that yeah. balance. And that's that's why everybody looks at it, yeah. you know. And you can't buy that. That's one. It's no, one that's of true. one right there. That's, that's, that's true. it. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's, there's not two of those, so I, would, I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. For epic bourbon tastings. Yeah. I got to tell you, that horse soldier is outstanding. Yeah. You picked a winner. Okay, good. I'm just going to say it. I think that's probably the best bourbon oh, right, that you okay. have had or not yet. Well, I had a McFarland 13. Okay. Have you had that? Uh-uh. Okay, that McFarland 13 is a sleeper. And I have another friend of mine that lives up in Idaho with us, and he's a bourbon guy. His name is Jim. And so when he comes over, I, my son, bought, Hunter, bought me um, 
this McFarland 13 was up in Spokane. And the guy says, hey, this whole place is bourbon. They're, you know, they're big bourbon guys mm, in, this, yeah, yeah. in this place. And so he says, the sleeper's the McFarland 13. It started out at $80 a bottle. And the last bottle he just bought me was $125. Mm, okay, yeah, so it's going up. Yeah, it went, you know, went up pretty well. And so Jim came over, and he brought the, it was a bib and tucker. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so he bought one of those. Yep, it was good. Yep, you know, we yep. drank some of it. Yep. And then every time he comes over, he's like, hey, dude. Get that McFarland 13. There you go. There you and go. So this is right with it. I being I'm still a noob. This is pretty good. You know, this has more um that initial almost like a bite almost to it. It does for sure. And it has like a little I would say almost like a little bit of a bitter, like a dark chocolatey type taste mm. to me. That's what I'm getting off it. So I had uh, one last little sip. You better get that because I'm like, I'm, I want to introduce you to the weeded okay. that I was raving about, right? Right, right. Uh, but I will say this because I want to make sure that uh, everything's great with the kids. I got to yep. make sure with, that my phone is not with my seven year old yep. out wrestling. Right. Let's give a bad one. Three. Okay. Ready? And then we're going to drink that and we're going to keep with the podcast. Okay. Sounds Look good. For the camera. Okay. My man, Jim, who I love every day. One, two, three. Bam. Bam. You. <laughs> okay. All right. I, if you can hand me that, I'll just uh, check and make sure that everything's good on the home front. Okay. And then. Okay. i got to give the podcast a cheers. Who? Look <laughs> at that. So we're all good. So um, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, so that was really cool, though, that. Uh, and even the gearheads in town. What is that? It's a Chevelle on the side with those teardrops, right? Yeah. It's a Ford. Remember, you were the one that said oh, yeah. Ford Torino on the back, right? And did you notice that I got the, the I got it blacked out, right? Uh -huh. But did you notice that I finally had the bead of black put around the back instead of that silver? I didn't notice yeah, that because you, yeah. Anyway, before you leave, okay. look out! I'll open the door so you can see it because now that silver, which made you know that the window was shifted, yeah. is now oh, and you can't see it. Okay, it's all blacked out. Yeah. And yeah. Is it weird that when we walked in, the first thing I said, oh, there's the car, and I kind of touched it? Is that weird? I love it. Okay, no, so I figured weird. that you'd be doing a lot more to it. <laughs> my, br my bride over there is laughing at me. She's like, weirdo. <laughs> hey, uh, if, I, if I'd done that much work on that car, I'd done more than just touch it, man. I'd be draping myself all over it as well. Well, it was my pleasure to do that work on that car, so I Dude, enjoyed it. It was, so. it was amazing. So I'm going to rinse this out. Okay. And then what I'm doing uh, for everybody out there. And six degrees of Jim, is that Jim, yep. So the reason six we come up with Jim, I so love it. Everybody's related to Jim, right? Do you have a Jim in your life besides me, besides the noob? My man, Jim Hodge, who moved back to, uh, do you know Jim Hodge? No. He was a dentist <laughs> here, and he was a former assistant soccer coach of mine. Okay. And he moved back to um, uh, Tennessee. Okay. Everybody's connected to a gym, see? It's six degrees, you know. That is funny. Within six things, there's there's somebody that's uh -huh. a gym in line. But you don't, because you could not say six degrees of Dragon Slayer because you probably don't know another Dragon Slayer. No, you're one of a kind. Can you reach over <laughs> there and grab the old elk on the end? Oh, yeah, I can reach. I just get a little yeah. low. Oh, this is the one with the, the barrel is after. This right here. We have a barrel that the microphones are sitting on. Right. And as you can see, this is Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer Reserve. Okay. Do you have an empty glass over there, young lady? Okay, so now, okay. this one right here, when we tasted all 15 I need a little drink. I'm barrels. I'm going to clear my yeah. palate a little bit. Put a little of this in there, too, just a bit, yeah? 
Okay, I'm going to drink that if you don't mind. Um, water? I already did that, yeah. So anyway, we were there, and uh, they, I said, don't tell us anything about anything. We tapped 15 barrels, and we got absolutely schnockered. I mean, we're talking about, they do these tastings, you should come on one. Okay, at, On location, because... Okay. First of all, they're idiots. They start tastings at ten thirty in the morning. I don't even dr- I don't even like drinking until like seven. Personally, when I was younger, I could drink all day. Now I do not like having alcohol during the day. Right. They want to do it at ten thirty in the morning, and they rolled out fifteen barrels for us, and wow. we tapped fifteen barrels, and we probably had because we kept going and putting things forward, and it's on it's on my uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, I've seen you pull it of the yeah. little beaker yeah, thing yeah, out yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. And it was like probably. 20 to 25 shots because we kept going back to the previous pours to see which one was better wow. at 10 10 30 in the morning ken actually doesn't remember uh ken holmes who was there he actually yeah. does not remember and you know i work with kenny right oh i didn't know that okay oh, kenny and I are partners oh. we're partners oh, in crime. that's cool okay that's we'll cool. go on to another story about that but okay, kenny and i okay, were okay. tied at one point oh that's awesome and we left on good terms so Wait, we're still the older ken or the younger ken <laughs> You know, okay, okay, okay. Tell him you know. Six degrees of gym. By the way, I meant to say this on on uh, the epic bourbon tastings, yeah. but the first time when you went on, I did threaten you a little bit. I said, if this doesn't hit a hundred views, you better give this to all your friends. Because remember, at that time, well, it? it hit two hundred. Because you, well, I'm going to tell you this: at that time, the YouTube channel was in in the beginning. Yeah. So if I got a hundred views on something, I was excited about right. it, right? Then I said to you, I said, if this doesn't hit a hundred views, and it was like at seventy, and you must have done something because oh, at the time, it was like one of the highest videos. So I'm going to threaten you again this time. Okay. You better get it. Better get. 2000. So what about the podcast? Do I have to threaten you on the podcast? Yes, I'll promote it. Hey, if we can get like, what are we going to get? 10? <laughs> I'll promote it. All right, let's Let, get that. I get that, man. You, you better right. believe it. Here, let's see our out-of-camera person or off, <laughs> off, uh, off microphone. My, off microphone so, so when we picked them, they didn't say anything about it. And when we, I picked two, it, one was a rum rye, okay. finished in rum cast, and the other one was this weeded, the, 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 the barrel that we're sitting around. Okay. Yeah, we're not on film anymore. I can no, actually. No, you can move around. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like spread eagle for that we're video like to get in the shot, man. And I was like sitting down like a little munchkin. See, on po- <laughs> podcast, you just oh, talk. And yeah, it doesn't off. matter. Oh man, it doesn't matter what crazy. your headphones look like. All uh, that, good stuff. that was crazy. Anyway, so um, when I started saying which ones I liked, oh, I'm stepping on your cord here. They were like, they were like, oh, and they smiled. The chief barrel officer was like, oh. Right. So when it was all said and done, she said, you picked our two unicorns that we weren't even going to sell to anybody. They were just going to keep it for themselves. Okay. And it was two unicorn barrels that we picked. One so was you, the rum rye and the one was this one. Can you explain that to me a little bit more? More for Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not quite understanding what... Because you didn't distill this. You didn't do this. But you put this together somehow. Right. You're, you're involved somehow. You take a taste okay. of that first, my man. And you tell okay. me if it is not absolutely... Well, it smells... Exquisite. It has like I don't know how to describe you know things like when you smell, but the other one we just tried this um, uh, horse soldier. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sharp. Yeah, and that's okay. This is smooth. This one is very smooth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, let me get your opinion on that. So it's it's. Hold on, it's still going. It is. That's my man right there. No longer a noob because he knows <laughs> it's still going, and you're discovering things. Right. Right, you're discovering. So it kind of come in soft, and then it kind of blew up a little bit, and then it finished back out. So um, the other one didn't 
have that much travel. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know how to, if that's, that's the great. Way I love explain it. it. Uh, I how... love it. No, I love it. Okay. You know, because you get used to the same people saying the same things. Well, the okay. finish is, uh, you know, long and this and that. So it's actually it's refreshing. I like to I okay. like to hear how you described it, and you described it perfectly. Okay. So most people out there understand the significance of a single barrel. If they were to say, hey, here's a Knob Creek 15. Got it. Well, Knob Creek is actually putting their bourbon, and so is Woodford Reserve, in a laboratory and making sure that what you drink out of a bottle in Missouri that was put out 10 years ago and what you're going to drink 10 years from now is going to taste exactly the same. Okay. okay? Got it. So it's, but it's not a single barrel. Right. It comes, it's, like, it's basically a blend mm -hmm. of you know, however many barrels that they laid down of that Knob Creek 15 or Woodford okay. Reserve, whatever it is. So a single barrel is really in the last, um, you know, five to eight years has really exploded. Okay. Because a single barrel means that that comes from a single barrel. It's not been blended and watered down and done whatever they've done to it at the distillery. Just like what we have here exactly. with our microphones. Exactly. It's okay. like you take it out of the barrel. Okay. You thieve it out of the barrel with the big, long copper things, and then you put it uh, in the bottles, okay. and then you sell it to the customer. Got it. What's different about this, and in the last three years, this is what has really, and the bourbon collectors has really exploded, and that is a single barrel, they call it a barrel select. Okay. So somebody who hopefully has a good palate, although it's not always the case. I've tasted barrel selects that have been crap. There's okay. a really famous bar in Reno that's in Midtown, and uh, the guy there is complete prick and does not have a, a nose or a taste at all, and they have literally 50 barrel picks from Whistlepig and Knob Creek and Woodford Reserve and all these other places. Jack Daniel's and Apple. Probably Jack Daniel's <laughs> Apple. And the, guy's got, and the guy doesn't know what he's doing. Right, right, right. But right. he thinks he does. But okay. It's like it's bad. But if you find somebody that's got a good uh, nose, they, they will go, like we did, and they will taste all these barrels. Okay. And they will say, this is the best barrel of Got all it. of these barrels, and I want to put my stamp on it. You sign it on the other side of this barrel is a bunch of signatures from yes. Ken, Ray, me. Yeah, we I saw them. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that means that that's our barrel, and we want only what's in this barrel. You will not put what's in that barrel into this barrel because that is exactly how I want it to taste. So it becomes much more exclusive if you think about it. Got it. You know, out of this old elk, nine year, eight months. Okay. Let's say that there's, an, uh, the, 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 there's another uh, old elk single barrel. Right, sure. but that's been selected out of fifty barrels. All right, right. So it's it's like not really special. It's more of a blend, yeah. But when I say this is the one that I want, it becomes really, really exclusive. Got it. Because the balance is all exactly. because of just with exactly. this, the oak yep. and the yep. the burning of it, and, and all just that, exactly so. why this happened with this temperature and this humidity level of the Rick House or whatever happened with these particular staves. Staves is, are the wood okay. uh, that makes up the barrel. Got it. And, uh, and so then it becomes really exclusive. Most of the bourbons back here, when you, at first glance, you're like, oh, there's a Frey Ranch, but that's a barrel select. Oh, there's an Old Elk, that's a barrel select. There's a Bourbon okay. Pursuit, that's a barrel select. There's an Angel's Envy, there's this, there's this. So, I, so most of these bottom shelf barrel, uh, bottles that I have back here in my bar, okay. 500 bottles, whatever, right, I have here, there, mm -hmm. out in the garage, down there, uh, you know, I'd say that probably half of them are barrel picks. Got but it. you just cannot get anywhere else. I mean, think about it. If you right now were living in Idaho right. and you heard me talk about, I've got this exclusive old elk, oldest one ever. It's a unicorn, right. but you can't get it. Right. you got to go all the way to Rayleigh's in right. South Reno right. in order to get it because right. they won't ship it. So anyway, so the, exclusive the exclusivity, the price, 
um, the quality all escalates when you start dealing with barrel select. So it's better than a single barrel because okay. a single barrel might not be a, a select. Does that make sense? It makes perfect okay, sense. Cool. All right. Got it. I got know it. bourbon like you know cars. Got it. Got it. Well, I'm learning. So, and you're my teacher. You're mm -hmm. the you're the guy. So you're the coach, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So, oh, so good. Look at her face right now. So we have to go to South Reno tomorrow. <laughs> old elk. <laughs> that is it. it. Because the thing is, is that so, right? Again, just making sure. Yeah. Uh, Watch the kids there. Um, making sure everything's good. Yep. Okay. So. Um, He's wrestling too. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I mean, being fifty-two and having uh, mm -hmm. kids that are seven, yeah. and nine, and, and fourteen, it's like this is like the greatest adventure and chapter of my life right in this moment. I love it. Right, I love having young kids. Yes, but there's not a lot of fifty-two-year-olds that are doing like right. You're the exact opposite. Right, right. You're like, but oh, my kids my are grandkids are that age. Oh, great. Thank you. So I have seven. How old are you? Fifty-six. Hey. How old are you? Oh, I want to ask. Sorry. Oh, what She's 35. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's a lot. Okay. There I mean, 39, 39, 39. <laughs> she's 39. But yeah, so she's a couple years younger than me. But um, we have, you know, a seven-year-old. We have a three-year-old going to be four in a couple days. And then we have a one-year-old. And uh, the one-year-old has a little bit of medical issues, but he's still the light of our life. He lights up, smiles, and mm. he's powering through all that. I don't know that I appreciated my kids as much because mm -hmm. I was young when I sure, had them. Sure. And I was like, like mm -hmm. you are now in go mode. We go, 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 go. And I was young, so I'm go, 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 go. Uh -huh. Now I look back and I go, I only got a little bit of time with them sure. at this age. They'll yeah. be adults forever. Right. So we really enjoy that part. We yeah. have, our, we yeah. actually had them because the youngest one had some medical. We had the older two with us for mm -hmm. months. I, she would have the exact time and months that we had them, but it was a long time. That's cool. And in fact, we thought we lost custody when they came back. And they went back with their parents. <laughs> we were like, hey, it feels like we lost custody. Yeah, we came but back then, like, be careful. Yeah, don't mess with our little children. <laughs> but then didn't they come? Oh, they're always with yeah, us. Yeah. yeah, we see them all the time. But see, so. that's cool because, you know, like, I, my mom lives next door to me. Mm -hmm. Literally next door. So yeah. She sees my kids yep. all the time. And I hope, because I see so many grandparents. Right. That they are, you know, 2,000 miles away from their grandkids. You're lucky. Your grandkids are lucky. Your kids are lucky. My mom's lucky. I hope and pray that when I get to be older, if I'm still alive when my kids are having grandkids, yeah. I do, do I do that math quite often. If I'm gonna actually be around with my when my youngest, right? No, no man in my family lives over seventy three. Well, you in my genetics, yeah. But look at now. This right here with bourbon, you mean? Yeah, that's, that's gonna kill the bad stuff. Hey, I'm telling you right now. When I stopped drinking bourbon, I got COVID. I tried to lean out for about a yeah. month, and that's why I got COVID. Right. So, like, if you keep drinking bourbon, it kills all the things that are inside of you. Right. Like right. the parasites. You just have I'm to have a little bit of the, you know. I you, love it so much where you're having, you know, and you're passed out in the driveway. Probably not gonna be the right amount. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, by the way. Sorry, I know you want to say something about it. What I, I was going to say? I got to wrap it up, but yep. you know what? You're going to have the rum rye, the other unicorn that we got okay. from Old Elk. So my other description of this Old Elk, mm. wherever it went, it almost swells. It it it, and that's towards the end. It swells up. So yeah. that was my other because th I yeah, had another yeah. drink while you were talking. There, I love so. it. Love it. So. Now, if you reach back there, and you'll see the other Old Elk on the other side. Okay. No, 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 not that one. Uh, the one that has a dragon slayer on it. No, no, uh, uh, no, 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 no. That's the Fray Ranch. Two over. On oh, the Game there of Thrones. Yeah. Look at that. Well, hold on here. I got to show where that. Yeah, you got to see that. That's cool, right? Uh -huh. So, Tori is for people that are at home listening to all this. She's actually still filming part of this with the handheld. I love it. Device, and we're going to post some of that too. So sweet, that picture sweet, will be sweet, on there. Sweet. So, 
So I had I got six bottles of this because it's distributed through uh, Keg and Bottle down in San Diego. They're huge distributors, and uh, I had six bottles, and out of the six, this is the last one. I need to go and, and order some more bottles. Sure. So this has been so this has been finished. I think it's seven years. Uh, let's see what it says. Oh, eight, six years. Uh, selected by the Dragon Slayer, and it's got everything on the side. And uh, this is. Um, oh, it's got epic bourbon tasting. You like here. that, dude? Oh, look at I that. You like that? I do. Uh, I do like the smell. It is a uh, cherry, cherry pie. On the front end, and it's been in uh, in uh, rum rum barrels is what it was finished in. Oh, so that's why it has a more of a sweeter mm -hmm. smell to it. I say yes. Goes cherry and cinnamon and whatever, and then it goes to. A nice little sweet spice on the end. You know, that one is totally different. Mm -hmm. That doesn't have that, the swell at the right. end. Yep. It's a little smoother at the end. It, yeah. is, a, it is a lot sweeter. It is, for sure. That's yeah. the rum. Right. Yeah, that's wow. Because rum. rum is fermented uh, sugar. Oh, okay. That's right? what they so get the gonna be. It's going to be sweeter. Okay. Right. Well, I know you got to go, and I appreciate you doing the podcast I will, I will, I will, I uh, will, you send me oh, this I will. and I will blow it up to yeah. all my followers. I'm going to link it right to you and send it all. And awesome. I'll have to get back to Idaho, you know, with the grandkids and all that. And Are you leaving tomorrow? Me. Tomorrow morning. Dude, I'm glad we could squeeze it in because yeah. you didn't really have time. Right. Because you're coming down here for just 24 hours. Yeah. I didn't have time, but for good friends, yep. we make time. I will say right. this, that um, I feel like your wife has... Convince me to do TikTok. <laughs> oh, first, yeah. I'm serious because I was like, no. And actually, I was truth be told, I got TikTok. I actually got TikTok oh. for um, two hours. Okay. And all these girls started sending me stuff, and I was like, I'm not playing this game, so I deleted it. So right. So you just gotta take control. TikTok gets that little bad rap of the you know the girls dancing, and there is a little section of that. But for the most part, TikTok is worldwide. It's across the board. It has everything. Oh. And I see all sorts of bourbon things. How do you think I got a little more educated? I TikTok some of that. Oh, there you go. Okay. And then okay. my bride here always says, "Hey, on TikTok, look at that on TikTok." And then so I go to that stuff. Now. Um, of course, I'm going to look some of this stuff on TikTok. Yeah. But I think you should go there. So. All right. Well, I mean, you know, probably by the end of this weekend, I'll have a TikTok account. And, right. and, and, and we'll see, because you said it'll be easy. I didn't want to have something that I was trying to generate stuff for. No. You no. know. And no, I think, I think it'll be actually, people will crave it. And, yep. do you and, and uh, do you, is there any other dragons? Is there anybody else out there dra posing as a dragon slayer? Nope. Not to my knowledge. Really? I haven't seen it. So. Oh, good. Okay. And you I, know that I'm on TikTok all the time as far as my son showed me. People will be like, they'll show something and right. they'll show me. And another voice. And I, I put yep. one of those on my uh, <laughs> on my stories one time on Instagram. Right. Dude, the uh, the Epic Bourbon Tastings, we just hit 10,000 subscribers. Yep. And uh, my uh, Instagram just hit 50,000 followers. Good. So it's cool. I hope they all go to it. And like I said, I was the noob on one of the newer ones, and I watch it constantly. I watch it all the time. Cool. So it comes up, and of course, 
I know Kenny Holmes, so we don't call him Ken. We called him Kenny. Oh, that's so funny. So you gotta call him. You Kenny. know, I call him Buffalo Man now, <laughs> and for, uh, because he's so tall, and I figure like oh, he's yeah. hung like a buffalo. Oh, I don't yeah. know, but I'm just saying because he's tall. <laughs> so we we were trying to give nicknames to everybody, all the hosts. Yeah. And so we started calling him Buffalo Boy, and so now in every video, I'm gonna have a little cameo of a uh, cartoon. I just started doing it. A yeah. cartoon buffalo. Okay on the head on a man's body in a suit and i just i'm going to put that on for two seconds and then right. see if people can catch it okay and then i also did one today for the first time on a short that has a bald doctor right. and now ray white it's i just put it up for the first time today and so now there's going to be a little cartoon doctor that's bald okay <laughs> this is for fun stuff you so know? i've known kenny for t over 25 years oh, that's awesome and kenny has not changed a bit except he's maybe a little grayer a little bit but what a hairline by oh, golly, man. I wish right. I had that guy's hairline. It's amazing. <laughs> Every time I look in the back to think, is it getting there? No. His hair hasn't changed. It's just got a little whiter. Well, There's but... a reason why the, the top knot is right here, by the way, Jim. Oh, okay. Right there. Got, yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to do. It's a yeah. big old ball. It's a good spot, spot right to there. rest. Your <laughs> there it's you a go. landing spot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, did you dig the. Uh, I'm just curious. Did you like the rum rye or did you like the weeded better? What was kind of so, like. There's no right answer. No, I think the old elk, this, the. Which was which one was this? The, the rye. It's so a the rye. first one was the weeded. Okay. And then which is like the pappy. Like That's, this is a weeded too, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. And then the last one was a rye. Okay, I like the weeded. Yeah, cool. Um, I would go the rye. You like the the last one. It had a little more smoothness mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. There was something about I maybe it caught me off guard because I didn't expect it to to keep going i felt I like it. this went longer yeah i loved it and i thought your description of it was fantastic yeah different people like different things i really i started out just super exclusive into bourbon rye means that it has at least 51 percent of the mash bill is going to be rye instead of corn okay most bourbon is corn you know you're gonna have 60 percent corn and 23 percent rye or whatever but to be a rye whiskey it's no longer a bourbon if they actually call it a rye whiskey okay, okay? uh bourbon has to be uh charred oak barrels and right. it has to be over 50 percent okay corn right corn wheat everything else got it uh can't have over 50 percent rye so the ryes have 50 percent or more rye and i've really gotten into ryes i like the spice from the ryes okay and so anyway but it's like to each his own and both of those are unicorns yeah. that so one of these jefferson oceans i bought one of those i have not opened it yet i have it at my little cabinet Do you remember house. the number I don't. I send it to you though. Okay, and you cool. said, "Oh, dude, that's a good one." I think it was a rye. I think it was a it rye. Was a was rye. It, wasn't it like a? It, I think it was twenty six. I think it is. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you that's said a it was really a good, one. good one. Oh, just last thing. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. when you talk about cars, you right, know, and right, I, aren't right, you selling right. me a? Uh, aren't you selling me a vehicle? Well, I got that truck. We haven't talked about that yet. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> so um, <laughs> the cool thing is, is that if you take that weeded and you drink it next to the Weller Twelve. Okay. Which is three hundred bucks. Or, you know, the Pappy ten, which is a thousand bucks. It's actually so close because I've done tastings with those. Okay. It's so close. So to get that bottle at Rayleigh's for hundred bucks. Okay. Which is they're selling it for a hundred and something. And that's what the old elk is, a hundred and something dollars. Yes. To oh, get really? a bottle okay. like that where you are drinking a three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar bottle of bourbon. Got it. But it's that. And the rum rye, same thing. You could get a boss hog up there yep. for two grand. Okay. That's what these boss, yeah. the boss hogs go yep. for about two grand now yep. and up. Or you could get the Angel's Envy, which is seven ninety nine. Okay. Or you could get that old elk rye. What's hundred bucks? That I picked out. 
Now right. you go and get another rum rye because they have other rum ryes. Okay. You're going to be disappointed. Got it. You got it. There's an old elk weeded. In fact, that's I did a tasting. Old elk okay. weeded. I did that with Chris Gallagher. Old elk okay. weeded and my weeded, and it was friggin' miles different. So when are you going to go back and do this again? So I think I'm going to go to Iron Root Harbinger, which is in Texas. I think I'm going to. I might go there in March, and I might go okay. to um, Whistle Pig. Oh. They've invited me. I've get the, I'm getting these private invitations. Yeah. To go to places, I might go back to Jefferson's. I might go to Preservation Distillery, but I'm really thinking about doing my own uh, bourbon line. Oh, okay. to finish an exotic wood. So I'm really thinking about that. So next time you come over here, okay, where the sauna is out there, yep, there might be a little Rick House of three barrels. Oh, I'm not there sure, you go. but I, I think I'm going to in that direction. Oh, good, good, good. Because yeah, I'm not in should. this for the money, right? But right now. Everybody else is getting money, well, and I'm buying my own bottles that I'm I'll, releasing. I'll be honest with you, looking around here, you're not in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you look at some bourbon collections, and they're on, and uh, you talk, look, Ken Holmes. Okay. Oh, does Kenny have a big one? Huh? No, he doesn't have a big collection, okay. but what he has, he doesn't open. Oh. And it pisses us off. Oh. It pisses us off that he has all this stuff. Because the other day I said, okay, we all have it around the world, you, right. me, and Ray. Right. I said, let's put our, and who's going to open one? I'm not, I'm not sitting on this stuff. Right. And uh, Ray was like, sure. I said, let's put our name in a hat. And then that person opens their bottle. Okay. Because they all, they all drink my stuff on a regular basis. Right, right, right. And uh, Ken said, no, sorry. I, uh, Cheryl said we bought this as an investment. So I'm not that guy. Other okay. people can be that guy, but I share freely. Well, Kenny should have bought two bottles. One for an investment and one to well, suck down. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl's not going to let that happen. Uh, what were you going to say? Why not enjoy it? Well, I know. You know, like, I mean, we're, we're short. It's a right. short life. We never know when we're going to go. Right. Too many people retire. You're actually lucky. Right. I know a lot of guys that retire, and they're freaking dead in a couple of years. Hey, All hey, that hey, money hey, that they oh, spent. I've, I've got you know, you already passed it. Okay, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm on the downhills. I'm going back up sales, right? Not on the downhills. So. All right, my man. Thanks for having me on. All right. Appreciate it, brother.